Welcome, welcome to the Talking Transformation podcast presented to you from the Western Cape Pot Bunker located here in the heart of Cape Town, South Africa. This pod is presented to provide a platform and a voice for built environment professionals and interest groups who are working towards transforming the places and spaces here in South Africa. It is dedicated to those individuals and community groups that are supporting both the formal and informal processes that are shaping our cities and our spaces. It's the night before I go through to Port Elizabeth and during the course of the weekend I'm going to be meeting up with Lance Del Monte. Known Lance uh, since about 2003 or 4, um, and I first came across his work and that of the uh, General Motors or Delta Foundation, as it was, and the work that they were doing in the middle to high density subsidized housing. And those of you who are familiar with Mission Vale uh, and Sakasonke, which were two of the formative projects there in uh, Port Elizabeth. We'll be very familiar um, with the, the techniques and the approach that they used and they became sort of award-winning as well as uh, widely replicated. The important thing with Lance and the team that he worked with and what we're going to hear from him is the fact that each and every project that was developed had a lesson to be learned and a scale to be replicated and they looked at pretty much every single subsidy regime or grant that's available whether it was the finance-linked institutional subsidy, the FLISP as it's known, the, um, the social housing, they've, they've used that, they've used the, the RDP, um, uh, IRDP grant, they've pretty much covered all the bases. What I have tried through the various discussions with Lance in, in over these last 15 years or so has been to try and understand how can we replicate at scale in other of the metros, the lessons learned, the designs, the approaches, it's always struck me that we often get caught up in some of the, uh, what would you call it, the routine. There are examples all over the country of really good, well-designed uh, housing spaces. I think where Lance and the team have really been able to succeed is they just keep on doing it. They keep on finding ways for infill housing. They keep finding ways for uh, dealing with, I say, the differentiated grant regimes and making it work within that envelope. So he's got lots and lots of lessons for us to think about and I think it's going to stimulate quite a lot of uh, interest and response. So um, please think about uh, how we can uh, continue the discussion after you've heard from, heard from Lance Del Monte. Today we've travelled east, we're in the Eastern Cape, we're in Port Elizabeth and I'm absolutely delighted to be sitting across the table from uh, Lance Del Monte. Lance, I think you and I have known each other for 15 years, maybe maybe even coming up to 20. I think it's the start of, of Sakasanke Village when you came down to Sa- It was, a, it was exactly that, so it was definitely in the early 2000s, Lance. And what happened to all those people? I mean, <laughs> well, that's, a, that, that's another conversation for another day. And, um, yeah, good, 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 good question. Um, so absolutely delighted to be here and thank you very much for taking time and out of your... Welcome to the friendly city. Indeed, it's good to be back in the friendly a friendly city, a very special city for me, given that I have family here too. Yeah. Um, so, really, I'd wanted us to come here, Lance. I think you've been a, an inspiration to myself and many of my colleagues for many years, given the work that you've done on human settlement initiatives here in Port Elizabeth. You've demonstrated time after time uh, the ability to, in spite of the, the housing policy, in spite of the housing... Uh, subsidy regime to be able to continue to deliver in a number of 
different products, different uh, grant regimes, and you've really shown us uh, how to do it and not come with the arguments of why it can't be done. Yeah. So um, really it was to, to tap you for your information and to record it and have it there in the podcast for people to, to come into and say, well, why can't we uh, upscale? Why can't we demonstrate the same way that uh, PEs uh, has done? So I'm going to ask you to take us back to Mission Vale, which to my mind was the start of a very exciting approach to uh, medium to high density housing. Um, you know, let's 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 talk a bit about Mission Vale and where okay, it started. Yeah, uh, we started that in um, 1995. It was um, it was a an initiative of the the then Delta Foundation, which became the General Motors South Africa Foundation. Mission Vale um, really originated in in the way in which uh, housing was being. Uh, uh, government subsidized housing was being produced and how that became the sort of paradigm for the way in which um, housing and particularly subsidized housing, RDP, reconstruction and development housing was being uh, uh, supplied after 1994. Um, and it, it, you know, it had its, the genesis of, of, of that was in the, in, the, in the matchbox house uh, or the so-called matchbox house um, that was rolled out in mass prior to 94, uh, mostly from the late 50s. And ironically, uh, had its origins in, a, in a, a doctoral thesis that was produced by a, a, some, uh, somebody called D.M. Calderwood. A thesis was um, written and, and um, it was about public, uh, I think it was called, this is refer here, um, public sector, oh, native housing in South Africa by D.M. Calderwood, was, a, was part of a doctoral thesis that was done by, by him uh, trying to establish a sort of a stereotype for um, housing, uh, subsidized housing in, in South Africa that was going to be rolled out in the you know in the group areas and and later in the in the African townships, uh, designed as a freestanding. Uh, it's called a fifty-one stroke nine, fifty-one square meter oh, 51 house. Uh, uh, version nine, I suppose, was uh, a freestanding house, and this was two bedrooms. And this, uh, you know, this was rolled out in mass at very low density in dormitory towns. Uh, far from places of, of work and, and, and an opportunity and became the blueprint for housing um, you know, and, uh, and settlements uh, which were dictated in those days and they still are to a very large extent by you know, civil engineering. You know, this, this, the straight roads were cheaper and the mid-blocks had to be straight and therefore the settlements that emerged from that were, were largely, uh, you know, uh, lacked the identity and, and, and sense of place that we were trying to, that we're now trying to achieve. Um, and, and, and of course, just a rollout of residential development without too much social facilities. So, the, yeah, it became a one-size-fits-all, and unfortunately, um, the this became the paradigm for... Uh, the post-94 uh, RDP housing for, for the very poor, the subsidised housing. Uh, once again at low density, sprawled, um, uh, etc. And, and poor, poor location, cheap poor, land. Poor, exactly. All of that, once again, ironically, re, you know, repeated itself. And um, 
and that, you know, we wanted to, ch and, and that's where it started. We wanted to challenge that. We wanted to say, look, it, this can't be the, the answer to, to um, you know, human settlement, as it was later, later to be, be called. Um, we, needed to, we, need to we needed to challenge that. But in order to do that, we needed to produce some sort of example of how we, how we would, would deviate from, from that. And uh, Mission Vale was the first one where we started looking at higher density uh, but not only not only the physical stuff, also the processes involved. Because at that point, government is very much product oriented. Mm. We're going to produce this unit. It's going to be the answer to the maiden's prayer. Once we've done it, we'll be, move away and we'll move on to the next one. And and you know what? There's a sort of a, there's a cliche that says that housing isn't about houses. It's about you know processes to get to hard to to housing. And, and we, we started looking at how do we involve people in the construction of the houses? How do, we, how, do we, how do we sort of extract as much as we can from the subsidy, not in only producing a, a shelter, a, a roof, but also um, you know, putting back some of the investment into the community. So that gave, I mean, it was very really idealistic. I mean, we were like dreamers and said, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, a lot of, and I, 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 I'm going to touch on that later. A lot of people, because there's a question about, you know, what what inspired you, but a lot of people said we could never do it. You're not going to, it's not going to work. And and we said, well, you know, watch us. We're going to do it. And we got we got support from, we got support from the, the the then Department of Housing. They gave us subsidies, and then we started Mission Vale. And that took some time. The idea was to, to have a replicable model to bring people there to learn from the, the experience both the negative and the positive and we were going to write this all up which we did. We invited people over, uh, to come and look you know in situ um, and yeah it, it became it became quite a well-known uh, deviation from but, but not fully accepted because of the, the higher density and this expectation that you know housing can only be a freestanding house 40 square meters two bedroom on a subdivisible stand that you can walk around and 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 that was that and that we were going to roll that out and 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 that it was a, it was a difficult sell in the beginning we persevered and um yeah i think that was that was the that was the start of 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 the process and it did start in missionville as you as you quite rightly said Thanks for that, Lance. I think, yeah. I think it really sets the, the scene quite well. You've given us the heads up on, on Mission Vale and how that uh, the idea of trying to look at a different, differentiated mm, type, mm. type and approach. Uh, the numbers-driven game was only ever going to deliver a particular product. Mm, and we, mm. I think any number of towns, cities or villages across the, the country are, will show you the, mm. the uh, representation of that in space. But I mean, maybe one of the other benefits in those early days, as I remember in discussing with you, is that the, the work or this collaboration with the General Motors or the Delta Foundation, as it were, that seemed to have played a very important role in um, giving you a, a chance to maybe demonstrate that it, mm. it could be done differently. Maybe just a word on, 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 on Delta and the General Motors Foundation's oh, I, I think approach. the GM Foundation, uh, I, I'm going to call it the GM Foundation because it wasn't Delta Foundation for too long because um, when South Africa became a democracy in 94, um, they... they came back, GM came back to South Africa under GM and left again in 2018 
But in those um, those early days, um, it was headed up by Roger Matlock, who you know is a yeah. uh, is a maverick. Um, he's a he's, he's one of the few civil engineers I know that has a social conscience, um, and that is. Um, and I'm sorry, engineers are great at what they do, but he he, he had you know he had a, a sense of um, you know humanity, and 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 he gave me enormous freedom to experiment, and I think. There's so many lessons in this, you know, experimentation. We don't experiment enough. We're too scared to experiment. And he, you know, he gave me all that latitude. And again, wanted to create these models. I think, again, idealistically, we, we wanted to try and distribute them to, to um, you know, other for free. You know, write it all up, distribute them to other housing delivery agents. And they funded a lot of the R&D research and development and provided guarantees and, 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 the, and the sort of backup to, to uh, confidently approach funders like the, the, the Department of Human Settlements at the time, the Department of Housing, and others to, to provide. Um, and, and, and by the way, in 1994, it was only RDP houses. They had not expanded it to the um, social housing. Social housing was still on the horizon, right? That instrument was still 10, 15 years away. Um, a, a, and also the FLISP Finance Linked Individual Subsidy Program uh, was also far away. So, um, you, you know, we, would, we, we were working in that, in the, in the RDP, because uh, that's all there was. And I was also lucky enough to visit um, places in Latin America. I went to Latin America two or three times, visiting Bolivia, uh, Argentina, Brazil, uh, Chile. Um, and virtually stole, you know, you steal with your eyes... You pick up ideas, you get inspired, because others, you, you find out quite soon that others are in the same, same, boat. same, same boat as you. Uh, poverty responds in exactly the same way, whether you're in Brazil, in the favela, or you, whether you're in Soweto on sea in Port Elizabeth. Um, the response to poverty is exactly the same. They might have different ways of dealing with it. And I found Brazil had very pragmatic ways of dealing with um, what we saw and what we were shown. Um, and that was inspirational to me. Come back and 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 and, and uh, try and you know repackage some of the ideas and and apply them to our unique situation. And of course, the the, the uniqueness doesn't only is not only between countries, it's between towns, and even between suburbs. People respond differently. So that was. You know, that was uh, um, where, you know, GM gave me a lot of space to, to, to move and, and, and to look and to, uh, they believed in me. I don't know some some reason why, but I think we spoke the same language. And, and Roger, I think we were very similar and also very different. You know, Roger was quite quite a maverick. Maverick yeah, would certainly be yeah, a word yeah, that yeah, speaks yeah. the mind. And, 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 and uh, liked to push buttons, but in a nice nice way. Um, and, and, and I think that's, you know, that's where, we, 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 you know, where, where, where the role was. Obviously also the funding and, and it, was an, it was an interesting relationship because I always thought, you know, housing is quite a, is quite a, a risky business for a, 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 a company, a corporation, like sure. General Motors. Sure. You know, the kind of stuff we were doing could, could blow up in our faces and land up on, you know, literally land up on the shop floor, you know. <laughs> GM, 
And um, it and was being pretty, such a big employer, I mean, massive reputational absolutely. issue. Absolutely. And, and, and can you imagine, I mean, uh, uh, housing being so politicized and so sensitive, and we were so close to it that, um, you know, we could, if we did something wrong, it could land up in the newspapers and, and you know, get out there and the whole thing would be, be scuppered and we'd land up with egg on our faces, <laughs> literally. And But you know what, we... Yeah, we we got through that, and I think we managed to to manage the the, the, the little bit of flack yeah. that did come from it. Uh, it was part of the risk. And if I remember correctly, Lance, just to be clear, I mean, it what this wasn't about General Motors getting housing for their employees. No, this, it, this was, it they, never they, was. It, that was, it was very clear. Very clear. Correct. Very clear about social responsibility. It angle. was more of the social uh, corporate social responsibility, and and. Um, I think I think they got a lot of mileage out of it in that they were seen to be doing something for the community at large and not just for their own for their own employees, which they could could have done. And I think it would have been uh, a lot less valuable to us because it would have been so focused and so narrow that we wouldn't have been able to go into all these places we went, you know. And and, and therein also lies a, a lesson for big corporations to also. Um, you know, be be a little brave. You know, take a risk, and 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 don't just go into the easy stuff like giving money to a you know good cause. But this wasn't there, giving but money to there. a good no, cause. This, this was, was <laughs> this was this was seriously risky stuff we were going into here. So yeah, I think I think G, GM through Roger, I think he filtered a lot as well. I mean, he he protected the 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 trustees of he had a trustee a, a board of trustees that he was. He was responsible to. I think he protected them a lot. I didn't, didn't lie to them, but just didn't was selective in what he told them, not to unnerve them. You know, so. the the, the, cons, the consummate uh, maverick politician, yes, not yes, so yes, in, yes, in yes. that corporate space. Yes. So. And he was good at that. <laughs> he really was. So, 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 so let's, let's let's broaden it again. So yeah. the, the mission the, the mission veil uh, approach was upscaled significantly as I. Recollection uh, yes. goes around Sakasonki. And, yes, yes, and I mean Delta played a big role in coming in if I'm, to assist with the auction, yeah. auctioneering of some some land. And yes. maybe, okay. maybe so, let's let's, so, let's move into that Sakasonki yes, so location. We, so we we sort of reflected on on Mission Vale. What did we do right? Mm. What did we do wrong? And after I came back from therapy, I mean I'm just <laughs> you know didn't uh, we decided that we needed to re- repeat it and repeat it you know, in, in, in a better form. We had learned quite a lot from Mission Vale. We'd, we'd written up... You know, we were, we were quite open about the, the mistakes we made because you also learn from the mistakes. I mean, it's not just the, you know, successes. And then Mission Vale came about and we were looking for a piece of land that was well-located and this, um, this caravan park came up and um, the owners were in really dire straits and... Um, it was it was offered on an auction and we went and we and nobody it, it was too it was too close to the township and, but it was also very close to Warmer the established let's call it the old established group area and we bought it and I mean we couldn't have bought it I mean GM Foundation had the money and said yeah go for it go and let's, let's go and buy it that's our new project and that's the, that was the start of um, Sakasanki Village. Um, it had some infrastructure on it that we used. There was an old ablution facility. We turned into a community center. It was a big ablution facility. 
and also a crèche and later became it was it was first the storeroom and it morphed into so many things over the duration you know of the of the of the project but yeah there were there, we, there were lots of lessons i think we learned there i think uh, there was a lot of skilling of of the local community um, it was the first time i had contact with smmes in the and, and then lies another story that would morph into something more, more benevolent, <laughs> which, I'll, which I'll touch on later. But at that stage, um, you know, we had small builders from the community that we we trained up at the Escape Training Centre, which was a a um, yeah a training centre up to, uh, doesn't exist anymore. Um, that needed. Um, we needed to show them that we could re-employ people, but and they would train them in mm. things like carpentry and sure. and all that stuff. And it was a very very good synergy between the two between the two um, organisations. We had looked at women in construction, and they were like, I mean, that's a whole issue for another day. I mean, I can talk long long and hard about that. Um, we looked at alternative construction methods. Um, there was a house built out of um, wire called wire wall. There was another one, I don't know if you know Muladi, uh, we tried to encourage this Muladi system, which is a system using a plastic um, shuttering into which you throw concrete. Um, and, and, and But most of it was built conventionally out of, of the blocks. Um, Lance, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, you talked about the time in South America, in some of the favelas yes, and yes, so forth. Yes. Didn't you bring in some uh, some material from South America well, because because of the, because because of the economy of scale yes. of actually bringing in from overseas? I think it was the panel yeah, board. It was, it was the board. It was the the, the shutter the shutter ply board we used for the second floor. Um, we we had to import because it was much cheaper. Yeah, you really <laughs> so and we could import a whole container load of it, and it came from uh, Latin America. I mean, it was okay. That was like twenty. 15 years ago and now you think about where that board comes from Amazon forest maybe we'd be a little bit more circumspect <laughs> so there's a bit of responsibility there's so many pitfalls in the housing <laughs> <laughs> the ambition the, the ambition was uh, was noble the execution yes. and uh, circumstance yeah uh, there was okay there was the double story issue there was the trade off of density that was very much the the the, the, the People were still worried about this double story, semi-detached, higher density, as opposed to what I uh, described earlier on, you know, freestanding houses. Mm -hmm. And what we did was we used subsidy in such a way that um, the smaller earth and the higher density gave rise to much cheaper engineering service costs. And the balance of that we used in the house. So we could... Through density, we and and the 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 advantage of of, of, of cheaper uh, service engineering, we could then boost the size of the house, and we went we got the houses of up to forty six, I think even forty eight square meter, which was unheard of. Forty was the the minimum at that point, and the maximum, and uh, we we managed to go up to forty six because of density and because of the the, the tightness of the development. It was a very highly pedestrianized development. Um, we had places where cars could come in, but the car population was about 5-10%, and it was also on a very good uh, transportation or taxi route. So it, and it was close to amenities, so it played into all of that. And um, 
yeah, we, there, were, there were issues of, 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 of matching the labor. I remember that was also very important. You know, you, you, the, the, the building had to be reasonably unsophisticated in its design um, to allow, you know, low-level skill labor to be involved, the SMMEs and people coming in. Um, so that was a lesson in that and, 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 and the issue of wastage. We, we, we tried to design the house around standard lengths of material and, and so there was a lot inherent in that whole in that whole uh, project that was good um, and and it, it was a, a great deal more successful than than mission Vale. i mean we were kind of feeling in the dark maybe just before we get into the discussion on the um on, on some of the the job skills. the job skilling and so forth one of the things i wanted to touch on was how how are you how are you dealing with expectation it's an interesting that you say if, if you're looking at the form of of the old style house oh, one earth yeah. one unit single well, story low density, low density. And, and if we're now looking at Sakasonke or Mission Vale what we're typically looking at is a two story maybe quad four units in one in, on yeah, one, on like one two earth, and three or two or two, two, two and row, three yeah. in a Max row three I think what do people expect what is the deal within the whole land and housing space so in terms of the beneficiaries from Sakasonki, we're going to talk about that a bit more just now, but how do you deal with that expectation of, I want a single house with a single stand, and that's how it's going to be, okay, versus, yeah. versus this, look, I'm getting something different, and there's, there's going to be a common wall yeah. with a neighbour, yes. at least on one side, yes. if not two or three. Yeah, and, we, we overcame that by, you know, building eight, one or two show houses, and people were never forced to, sure. to, to go there. It wasn't sort of a waiting list. We, we developed a waiting list, after they were given the opportunity to view the houses, you know, climb the staircase. I mean, if you're old and, fr- and, and infirm, I'm not going to be able to get up a staircase. But climb a staircase. See if it suits you. If it doesn't, um, well then, you know, this is not, necessary it's for, not you. for you. And we had a lot of, uh, lot of people that were prepared to trade off the um, you know, bigger stand and, the, and, and far away from home, which... You know, the whole opportunity cost issue came into it as well because um, a lot of the people that we, and I know I'm di- diverting from um, it came from out of out, out of town, from mm. New Brighton, Motherwell, on the outskirts. Got sure, a lot of them in. Far. And they weren't then using two buses to get to work and two buses to get back home at night and getting up at five in the morning to get to work at seven, you know. A major change and, in their lifestyle. And a huge, huge change, not only lifestyle but quality of mm. life. Mm. More time with their family. You know, less exhaustion, less less money on, on, on a big problem is that a lot of the disposable income of these um, these folk gets spent on, on transport. And we found that up to 30, 40, it wasn't unheard of, 30, 40% of the disposable income would be uh, spent on getting to and from work. So if you eliminated that, you, you had no additional uh, money that you could spend on something else. Sure. I mean, it's a no-brainer, basically. Density. And, and, and positioning and, and, and you know of the yeah, yeah, yeah it's been such a challenge across across the country it remains we get into that we, you, we, you ask we, the question we, we, you know I can tell you why I mean from my point of view why well, well I mean let's deal with it what, what, why is it that what, why is that the lessons well, learned well, are I not that have become the norm I think it was you know I think it's political war you know at least uh, lack of education people don't understand trade the trade-offs um there's a lot of filtering, you know, filtering through leaders that, that, that will say, look, oh, this is not for my community, so 
the, the information is never fed back or they're never given an opportunity to decide for themselves because it also has the effect of undermining the... the, the established leadership and status exactly. quo. Exactly. So let's just keep them, you know, just let's keep them away from this because this is, this is going to open up a whole can of worms and, and will undermine my leadership. So, because the, leader, the leadership is, is, is uh, uninformed, has hidden agendas, or is not strong enough to say, I like this, let's, let's get the communities in and let's see if they, you know, if they would uh, you know, take this up as an alternative. So uh, there are a lot of reasons. Um, you know, the, the, the local authorities um, don't have standards. You know, these standards are the old engineering standards. 20 by, uh, 12 by 20 site, 40 square meter house, thank you very much, there you go. And, you know, to challenge that is very, very difficult. But even with the official dom, it's a whole lot of, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's multi-layered. It's attitudinal change. It's, you know, officials that don't push the idea. And the officials that do push the idea, but then the, 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 the politicians don't buy it. it it's, it's a whole myriad of things. And I think the, 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 the social housing movement in this country has changed that quite a lot. In that now, and I'm, I'm digressing, but um, we're seeing topologies, multi-story topologies, where people are living, renting, um, and we're even moving towards multi-story topologies where people can own under sectional title. So, you know, we've come quite a long way from those days where it was only the one size will, one size will fit all, not bums on seats, sure, you know, sure. uh, uh, quantity above quality. Okay, it was never above quality, but you know, I think uh, quality was at the was was sacrificed for, for you know just putting okay. as many in and and, it, and 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 the statistic of how many people were housed. I mean, we were late later on, ten years later, we. You know the, the whole rectification process. The government spent an inordinate amount sure. on rectification, billions. They'd already spent billions on the RDP um, uh, uh, pro program, and they spent billions more on rectification. But that had a, that was, that was, there were other reasons why that happened. I mean, just bad uh, building management. Mm. People um, were just who had no track record were given contracts, and contracts were given because we know the other reasons. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it is a mess in the end. And, and, and it, it's really interesting hearing you reflect on, on, on those reasons and the political will being one of them. In, in your experience, Lance, I mean, the whole question of NIMBY or not in my backyard, that seems to be particularly prevalent in other of the cities, mm. certainly which mm. I, with, with, mm. within which I worked. Just mm. maybe a, a take on NIMBY. And from an anecdote, let me just let me, yeah, let yeah, me, yeah. Let me put this to you. When, when the Warmer Estate, which was one of the next projects that we may talk about mm. was developed it was just around the corner from what let's say one of my family members who is probably more on the the nimby camp than yes, the yes. this is great yeah. news that affordable housing is coming into my and when this individual from my family said i'm really happy with this sort of housing that to me is where mm. it was a defining moment a yeah. defining moment yeah. in yeah. if you can convince somebody by design and quality and that it looks right yeah, yeah. it's less about who is going in there and what their racial or income profile and it has to do with the optics of it. You're yeah. all welcome yeah. in this space. There's yeah. an there's yeah. an aesthetic to this. Yes, there is an aesthetic. So, so, so maybe a discussion. Yeah, you, 
and I think if I go back to you know the whole idea of creating a you know real life project that people could visit and say well this is not too bad you know we can deal with this um, from the RDP we went to to the warmer link um, I don't know if you saw it but it's, yeah, it's yeah, a combination yeah, of yeah, FLISP and social housing the full, the full range. And, and, and affordable housing all sort of mixed into one and um, we, we received fantastic response not that we were I mean it was a it was, an ad, it was a good additional uh, you know um, accolade I suppose from you know the establishment that stayed around it never ever got a negative response from them and in fact we, we, we got the reverse because they could go and see it and they could go and you know touch feel touch and, feel, yeah. and, and, and they didn't feel threatened by you know the, the, the this thing we were bringing in because a lot of it was about oh you're bringing in you know uh, people that are going to disrupt our, our environment and bringing in you know low class and, and, and so on you know it was about a class thing in the end really about Color. Um, Some people say it's about the it's about property dynamics and this idea you're going to put cheap housing next to expensive and it's going to distort the I market. I think there is a there is a there is a strong element of that's often held out as an excuse to to exclude. When in fact it's a certain uh, 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 research shows that it can actually be the opposite. Sure, and it can be the opposite. I think we've created a, a, quite a lot of stability in that part of warmer because um, of the project and because of our interventions there and. Um, it's a very stable community there, and Warmest Link itself. Its stability has led to, and the, the reason it was called Warmer Link was to link with the established Warmer, mm. which is a you know a high end mm. De mm. development. It's quite, and this was going to be the link, and it's it's worked very very well. I, I, I think um, we've never ever had any negative um, response to. To what we've done there and, and people have just said jeepers we need we need more, more of it. it and i think that's that's very encouraging it largely overcome by creating these pockets these 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 and i, I you know again i'm i'm i'm, I'm it, it, they shouldn't be pockets they should be they should be big infill solid but unfortunately that's where we are that's the scale we have at the moment but at least it's something to go to and to look at and mm. to say maybe we can shape our city in this way if, 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 if I take you back to the days of a Mission Vale, uh, a Sakasonke, yes. a Walmer Estate, um, public participation. So here we are, you've, you've talked about mm. how, what did they look like? What were those meetings? What were some of yeah, the, the, the issues well, that design charrettes and exciting Vale was Because you have, a, you have a huge demand and you have very small supply, you have a limited supply, mm. you only get so much money. We, were built, we bought, built 500 and 498 units at Mission Vale. And we had a huge uh, informal settlement, most of whom, uh, you know, qualified. And that's where that's where um, we went a little wrong with the with the uh, beneficiary selection. It was a abjectly poor community, and it was our first project. And we were thinking, you know, we've got to help the abjectly poor first. That was our response, and it was. Yeah, we learned the, the, the lesson that you should actually mix within the within the income group. You should have, should have people that earn more, and you should have you know maybe the majority earn on the on the downside, but you should also mix it. We didn't mix it. We just took the, the and most of them fell under the way under the, the maximum, and um, oh, there was a lot of conflict around that too, and, and uh, 
and I can tell you stories about, you know, we used to get into physical arguments about who who was going to be selected and why were they selected and we were not sure. selected. And, difficult and difficult so conversations. Really difficult social dynamics there. In, in, we learned a lot of lessons. And in Sakasanke, we decided to get um, Clive Felix, you may have heard of him. Uh, he, he headed up the Urban Services Group, which is like the deep uh, DAG. Mm, we know the DAG. DAG, DAG in Cape Town. And there was built environment support group. PSG, I think they were in Johannesburg. We got the equivalent here of Urban Service, Urban Services Group involved. Uh, Clive Felix, who also a uh, great guy, who I have a lot of respect for, and has, you asked me who's influenced you, and mm. probably one of them, uh, Roger and him, would probably stand out as, as, as the two. Um, you know, he was responsible for the, his, his organization helped us select in Sakasanke. Right, and there right. were, you know, things like what resources they had. We went much deeper into the family environment and, and um, how can I put it? Uh, well, there, was a, there was more, I wouldn't say interrogation, that's perhaps the wrong word, but, but getting to, you know, to the, to the core of, of the family and if they were wor- worthy uh, uh, of... of uh, and then also taking people... High, at the higher end of the of the income band, and remember the income band had gone up to three, and it's have stayed there mm. three thousand five hundred. It was one thousand five hundred when we did. That was the top end. Can you believe RDP, it? Yeah. RDP, yeah. and we took everybody sort of up to seven fifty. You know, and it was really the the, the grindingly poor. People, sure, that sure. Was wrong, not wrong. It was well intentioned, but it had a particular well intentioned, but a particular outcome at the end of the day. Unintended consequences came out of that because we basically transplanted poverty and social degradation too and that I'd say that wasn't the, that wasn't one of the big successes of Mission Bell was the was the mix and you can see that with, with Wilma Link now Wilma Link has got a much greater uh, uh, range of people right from those earning 2,500 who are renting right up to 20, people earning 22,000 and beyond who, are, who own houses and rent, you know, so and they've increased all the income bands. So there's a there's a richer mix of of, 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 of people and that I think to a large extent lead, leads to much greater stability um, other than just transporting poverty and, and retransplanting it some, somewhere else. That so was that was the failing of Mission Well. So if there's a word that's coming out of sort of a lesson learned, mm. it's either diversity and or differentiation. Maybe it's oh, just the yes. same thing. V- like variety, people, choice, income. differentiation of people, skills, all of that. Rich mix. Density, oh, typology. Density, topology, ownership patterns, um, freehold, rental, um, whatever, uh, community uh, ownership. Um, all comes into into it. It's, a, it's you know... A, it's a difficult thing to do because government tends to look for simple answers, very sort of stereotypical answers with respect to them. That's no, how you roll things out. To do it quickly. at scale at that national I mean, level. The national government did it in Mitchell's Plain with the roll of mass, mass production of houses. It was their, their big you know, project. And, and they did it by mass housing. And it was, it was all in the physical. It was badly positioned because... They had to build a train line because the poor guys was yeah, about that train line. That's another podcast. <laughs> so, so um, I think the oh, I hesitate to say the intention was good. 
but the uh, the the what came out of it was was you know this whole idea that we could create a product quickly there was no process involved we probably have to revisit processes and not products i think pro there's a there's a space for products definitely but there's a space for processes as well you've talked about a couple of people uh, roger and a number of the uh, other folk who you said have inspired yes. you I mean, how important is it to have that inspire, inspirational individual or a champion, a leading, I'm going to say in your instance, I look at you as a leading technical figurehead to vision and execute uh, the yes, job. How, how important is that um, in terms of getting the job done? You know, what inspired me more, I mean, no, look, it, I, I, there, wasn't, there wasn't any one person inspiring me because there, I didn't really have anything to go to and say, oh, I want to, I want to recreate that, other than uh, one or two, three visits to Latin America. Um, and, and then observing our own condition and trying to sort of, what can we do? I think what inspire, inspired me a lot is the fact that people said, you, you know, you're mad, you couldn't do it. And I think that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the inspiration and the, 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 the motivation to get, get on with it and, 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 and prove them wrong, basically. I mean, Clive, and, and, and if I have to mention two people, Clive and Roger uh, provided you know, the support and said, you know, do it. Uh, go for it and, and see what you can, what we can get out of it. It was more about proving people wrong. I'm, I'm interested in some of the numbers. So, how many projects, how many units yeah. do you think you have been able to put on the ground uh, here I in Port Elizabeth, exactly in spite of the all last, of these challenges? Oh well, I've I've been I've put on the ground three thousand five hundred and fifty six units. Three and a half thousand. Yeah, of which one thousand six hundred and seventy six are social housing units. We've so almost half so just about half uh, of that. Yeah, and for Meezy, which is the um, social housing institution that runs them. We build it for them and we package and assemble and get the funding from the Shah sure, and yeah. from the Department of Human Settlements. Okay, now it's a it's a consolidated capital grant, but it's still an allocation from the province sure. and, and, and combined, um, and the National Housing Finance Corporation. Uh, we do all the uh, applications for for FLIS. Uh, We're not doing much in in uh, in RDP. You know, I think there's enough has been done, uh, enough, and, and 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 I think we've, we we did what we could do. I think we proved what we could, and people just need to go on with it now and. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been oh, three thousand five hundred in the in the city, you know, fantastic fifty six that I've been directly involved in actually identifying packaging, getting the funding and being there through the implementation process until the, the so, so I've kind of played developer and planner and You're an architect <laughs> architect by trade, a man of no, no, I'm a town planner. A town planner by yeah, trade, yeah, but I'm you've played in the architect yeah, space, you've played in the social <laughs> you've been there and worn that t shirt. No, right? you've got to do it, huh? you've got to be a jack of all trades. I mean town planning is a bit like a jack of all trades and you know, sort of master of none. But it's funny, you're also um, town planners are timid. And I don't know why in, in doing all of this they, 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 they just want to do one thing and okay, for me it was different. I wanted to know about everything, and I wasn't scared to make a fool of myself at, you know, at a, a, a project meeting on a site. It's the only way I learned. You know, the first I, I mean, I've kind of in the beginning faked it a bit. You know, as if I knew, but I knew nothing. So I go to these meetings, and they're talking about, you know, the principal agent is talking to the, the the architect, and the architect's talking to the QS, and. And they're talking all sorts of jargon, you know, that I don't know. But I very, very, I learned very, very quickly. What I also wanted to say, expectations, you've got to be honest with people. 
can't gild the lily and say, I'm going to give you this and you can only, you know, and it's like this amazing thing that you're telling them. And especially in this market, you can't, you've got to be very, very direct. Your approach has been to deliver and push the boundaries in each of these projects mm. that you've moved on to. Increased densities, differentiated typologies, social housing, finance linked. You've used the full array. Why, why is it the ability to replicate at scale yeah, and based on the lessons learned and your efforts? Yeah, you see, I think scale requires other role players to come in, other commercial developers. And, you know, it seems as if they're reluctant to get involved. And that is why it, the, the last thing we did at, at GM, well, it wasn't the last thing, but it was one of the last things, was to create a, a special purpose vehicle called the Home Market which is registered as a private benefit organisation. It's actually a non-profit. Um, and therein also lies a lesson, because um, you, you can these things can work that way as well. They don't always have to have markups and be up to 20 30%. You can have a markup of 5%, you know, and then still make it affordable. Mm. And But, you know, quite apart from that, the association with government projects, I think people scare people off. Um, commercial developers who I think should get more involved in, 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 in specifically the FLISP part, that credit-linked side, are scared about the association with government. You know, and, and, and is it claims? Are they going to get their claims in 30 days? A cash flow? You know, they, they, they perceive it to be to, there to be an incredibly bureaucratic system you know, before them. Um, they, put off the, the, they put off before they start. And maybe it's just a perception. Maybe it isn't real. Because we've We've had problems with the uh, uh, Department of Public, uh, Human Settlements in claims, but it hasn't been, you know, a, a, a total train smash. You know, we've we've managed to, mm. and we've had a good uh, association with them for some time. So there has been this sort of private-public sector partnership element in it, and I think it can work, um, and it's worked for us. Com uh, private developers are just scared. They're scared of those. Uh, uh, um, you know, that that association that and, and I've had a number of them sit here and they phone me and say, give us some advice on how we can get involved in social housing and flips. And then when I relate the story, you can just see the face sort of like <laughs> the blood drain. Yeah, I'll just drain and they you can see. And then right at the end they say, mm, I think this is not for us and then they out of there, out of here. So so and I, I can understand why I, I you know it I always encourage more to be involved. There's enough for everybody to do. There's more than enough. I can never understand, you know, why people feel... And why we've got a shrinking construction industry. It's, it's For me, there's so much to do out there and there's so much opportunity. I can't do it on my own. <laughs> so, we only so much, so many. Um, um, so yeah, I've always tried to involve others, whether they're NGOs... NPOs, commercial, private developers to be involved, and, 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 and it's not. I also think, you know, I've got a board that's of, of very, very experienced mm. people. So they are, they're an aging board because and they're of that generation that are idealists like me. Um, you, know, they, that we, we, you know, we're obsessed. You have to have courage and tenacity. It's sure. not easy. Uh, patience. You've got to, you know, focus all the time. Given the fact that you're going to have a lot of people telling you you're going to fail, you've really, really got to be focused. You've got to be thick-skinned. 
Um, so it's not just the organizations, who you have, who's, who's behind it, who's the personality. Mm. Um, I mean, you can't replicate personality. You're either thick-skinned or you're not. You're either dogged or you're not, because you have to be. There's so much stuff there. Um, there's also the well-located cheap land. Um, it gives or, or lack thereof. Lack thereof. <laughs> well, you know, people will be horrified if I, if I mention expropriation without compensation, but I think there are strategically positioned places not owned by public... Uh, you know, by the public in cities that, I wouldn't say without compensation, but certainly need to be expropriated with some compensation. I still believe in some compensation. And whereas, you know, we're on the subject of expropriation, um, it seems to have a rural focus. It's also, it has an urban, it has an urban mm. focus as well, and, and probably even stronger in the urban area than in the, in the rural areas. I think this so, is where it's been, the conversation has been lacking. Is it? It seems to become as rural. It's going to be fought out in the battlefield exactly, in, the, in the cities and towns the, of, the, it, of the country. It's in the urban areas that it's going to make a huge difference, and it's going to take on a completely different shape. Um, hence, the, the, the well, I wrote this. You know, this whole you know land invasion, and you know. We can control land invasion. I'll give you a copy of that. That is the last thing I wrote. And, for, for, and, the, for, for, the for the listeners, this yeah. is a guideline to site service and settlement programs published by the General uh, Motors South Africa Foundation. So this is a, there's a yeah. full document here yeah. at once. Where you're going and it's into a really graphic document because we wanted to show practically, you know, in, in, a, in a land invasion situation, how you can, you can invade land formally and, 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 with, and, and manageably, you know, um, um, and how you can manage it as a local authority, as a community. So this was the last, and it's ironic that I went full circle from all of this back to this. You so know. you're not advocating for land invasion, I hear you correctly, sir. No, controlled, managed and planned land invasion, so you, and, and in places that are strategic. I mean, you don't want to go to floodline Places under flood lines and and unsuitable. But, but common sense. But but yeah, identify mm. where this can take place ahead of time. We've done this before. I mean, so wet on sea was used as a as a model. We, ten thousand families, uh, were, were 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 well half of them were allocated sites and services in an adjacent area, and the shack material was moved and they were and in such a way that they could up. up scale later on and, and, and consolidate. So there, there are methods. We tend not to look at this as, 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 a, as part of the housing solution spectrum. Funding procurement, you know, that, that's all under, under this, 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 this problem of um, getting scale and bureaucracy. And, um, Maybe one last thing on that issue, uh, Lance. The finance institutions, the banks, the lenders. Yes. What 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 has been your take on their enthusiasm or, or lack thereof in terms of I this space? I think initially they were. My experience with they were initially sceptical of it because again association with government and and so on and the I remember quite distinctly the banking world didn't want to get involved in the credit linked or FLISP mm. subsidy market because of um, the fact that they had this eight-year clause in yes, that you had to sell back to. Clause. So that was, that was removed. And that then opened the way for banks to get involved. So there's a foreclosure 
<laughs> the banks get get their share first, and then what's left goes to um, goes to back to government, and that opened the way. So you could see banks' reluctance, but once once we started, um, we've done four hundred more four hundred flips. Uh, uh, you probably you probably that's four hundred of the what six hundred nationally that have been done. <laughs> it's so probably so, and we have. Can I mention first Please National do. ABSA Standard, and it's a home loans. NetBank's not there. Don't know why, but uh, they they have provided bonds and without without a problem. I don't know of any foreclosures, in fact, because they would come. They would I would know about mm, them. Sure. selling in there, and um, there've been there've been secondary sales as well. People have on sold, and they're allowed to, but then they won't be ever they won't be helped again ever again. But they, the banks have been, um, they've assisted. They've, they've come to the party with, with, with home loans and, and so on. And we're about to embark on our next one, which is a, a sectional title, which we haven't done before. So we Does do, that even exist? Doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. You're making this up now. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I mean, we, no, we're doing a sectional Fantastic. title, FLISP, because we, we, we believed, um, because the income bans have also been expanded. Let me just say, FLISP, in my mind, is an, a wonderful subsidy instrument. I think it's a great subsidy instrument because for, for, for what on average 20% of government input, they gear 80% private sector funding. Social housing is different. Completely it's 80% and only 20%, uh, although that, that debt funding part is kind of growing in percentage, sure. but generally it's about 80% subsidy, uh, restructuring capital grant top up, and twenty percent from either uh, from a from a fund debt funder, we use National Housing Finance Corporation, but NetBank I think also play in the space. So that's only twenty percent. FLISP is a is is a they I don't know why more attention is not placed in FLISP. Is it not because it's just too difficult and it's just too? I don't think t- it's, it's difficult. I think government you know has to has to uh, share the the pie amongst the instruments. I think the obligation is still to provide for the free basic house, and that consumes a lot of the fiscus. Um, Social housing is probably second in line, and then, you know, uh, FLISP is... But they can do a hell of a lot more with FLISP, given the fact that the the subsidy is relatively small in relation to the total. Our average FLISP is about 45,000. You know, out of three... Out of three uh, RDP subsidies, we can do th- three. Uh, out of one subsidy, we can do three FLIS people and gear uh, um, three banks that will provide eighty percent. So just on that on that uh, score, uh, you know, I've had I've had lots of discussions with Amity Vorder, who was, uh, and I wrote things and uh, you know long things about my experience because. The FLIS project we were doing at Warmer was a national um, housing pilot project. Pilot project, yeah. So, so, um, and we learned a lot out of that. The greatest thing I learned was, um, hey, people pay. You know, I, we, we were, we were scared of foreclosures. Of we were scared of rent boycotts. It wasn't natural. Right? We natural never had, in the four or five years that we've been, we've been, well, we're out of it now. We, I think we're down to our last three houses for sale which is just an ongoing thing. We've never had any of those um, you know, eventualities. So, yeah, it's a great, great project, great I think, subsidy. I think it's a fantastic summary. I mean, and this idea that 
you know, as you say, one one IRDP subsidy equals three FLISP. Um, it comes yeah. to, in, in my mind, it comes back to the, what is the deal? What is it we, we, are, we, are, we are offering? Mm-hmm. And you, I think this idea we need a range of products. Yeah. But, where, but where we say we're going to emphasize, and it seems to my mind that we're still emphasized in the one earth, one unit. And, yeah. and we're getting confused in, is it that or is it the site and service? At the meantime, social... Well, so, there's and, still and site and service. There's then this RDP. Then this uh, social housing crew, whatever. That, I don't, I've never seen crew, but I mean, it's the same as social housing, basically. And then it's FLISP. And then it's you're on your own, kind of thing. Those are the those are the so steps. Is that, is that the ladder? Ladder. Which one? Are, which one are we yeah. emphasizing at Nashville? Yeah. I think that's been the challenge. For us. Exactly, and that I has think been the challenge. It's very much that thing that speaks to the ladder, and I think it was it was good intent. Hundred percent. Lots of good intent the, here. The um, it's just that the, that the priority we need to clear where the greatest impact is. Happening. Understood. Um, and of course the, the whole idea of you know, stable employment. Big issues. Uh, that are, those are big issues in, in social housing because you have to prove that you can at least sustain a, a year's lease of rental. Certainly in FLISP, you've got to prove that you can sustain 20 years of uh, repayment on a home loan. So it, it, it requires, in, you know, stable employment. It requires the economy to grow. It's it's wheels within wheels. Eh? It's all interrelated. And... and and I don't think we're seeing that too much. I think uh, the housing program itself creates work. I mean, we we on a on an average social housing project of four hundred units uh, of four hundred have about four hundred and fifty uh, workers for for twelve to eighteen months on a project. So mm-hmm. it's it's like a public works program as well. I think one one of the main things, and I think the professor also alluded to this when I listened last night to that podcast, um, was the support across all sectors. You need institutional support. You need the sectors talking to each other. It's interdisciplinary. We don't have that at the moment. Housing doesn't really speak to environment, for example. Um, you know, you can you can be sitting with any, with eighteen months, two years with the National Housing uh, 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 National Environmental Management Act, trying to go through an environmental impact assessment of that can drag on for three years, and it's fi- it's fine. And I'm I'm saying that you know flippantly, it's fine that five thousand families are living below flood line, ruining a wetland. But we've got to we've got to clear a piece of land that is virtually trashed for relocation, and we've got to go through a three four yeah. four year environmental uh, process for that. It's madness. Doesn't help. It's total and insanity. So when I'm hearing leaders stand on platforms and saying, oh, we must fast track, start looking at the regulations and, and, and legislation, one of which is the National Environmental Management Act. Um, I'm not saying you shouldn't have it, Understood. but it should be reformed. It should be... So, 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 so the, you know, that's just an example where the... the, 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 the Organs of state aren't talking to each other and saying... And the legislation is not necessarily it, assisting all the time. And it's not aligned. It's not aligned. And it doesn't... And in fact, can be used... And, and we've got a case in PE where we've been trying to do a social housing project for 10 years now where the National Housing... Uh, National uh, um, Environmental Management Act has been used against us to endlessly get people who are, are, are you know objecting, that's the NIMBYs, objecting to us. 
And they can do it through the mechanisms and the regulations of the National Environmental Management Act and drag this thing out forever. By to which the time point the we land, the so land frustrated, economy said, oh, oh, we just walk yeah. away from it. And yeah. then they, they, they please. So they can exclude. Mm. They can exclude integration through the very act that's meant to to promote it. So it's 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 a, it's an incongruous thing. So that's one place. Um, I spoke about the political will and strong mature leadership. I won't go there. Knowing the rules of the game, you know, um, consumer education is important. The knowledge of the community, networking them. A lot of them are first-time home buyers or first-time uh, property owners. They don't know the networks. They don't know uh, what they maybe they do know some of them, but most of them don't. What is my obligation to pay rates? Why do I pay rates? There's so so many things. Uh, banks' involvement. You know, banks need to be educated in uh, understanding the consumer, the very very particular and unique consumer they have in first time home buyers or people that are getting credit link subsidies, or even that person that's getting an RDP house or this. Or the or the, the the family that got a social housing unit, what is my obligation to pay rental? What is my you know what happens if I don't pay rental? Um, you've got to have support from the from the institutions. Um, eviction's not always a good thing, and I'll use that as an example. But you know if you want a sustainable social housing uh, uh, industry, those rules need to be in place. I, I, I see now there's a rule that's uh, coming in, or they, 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 they're debating it, that if you evict somebody, you've got to find alternative accommodation for that person. Well, where did that person come from in the first place? And I don't think, I think it's placing a huge burden on a social housing institution. It's not their core business. It's not their core business, you know. And, and, and there again, inter, interdepartmental cooperation is an important thing. Site and service. There's a lot of developmental and social economic uh, advantages to the obvious one's been job creation. I've alluded to the amount of you know people that we employ, both on the in the in the construction, but also post construction. You have janitors and you know officials that have to run sure. these these things. So, uh, security in one better homes, better quality yeah. of life. Um, I can say with 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 complete conviction that. I've only seen quality of life improve that's, uh, in 99.99% of the people that have received either social housing or, FLIS, or even uh, BMG free basic housing from us. Um, and, I, and, and it has a huge spin-off, the real estate value, the asset value. You can borrow against it for things maybe like education. The obvious things, uh, amenities that they have closer and of course, we have restructuring zones, and sure. we have, uh, you know, any any town planner knows the principles of town planning is to, to, <laughs> you know, to 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 think, increasing the rate base of the city, creating, um, you know, reconstructing the community basically from from you know the. Putting Humpty Dumpty together again, I suppose that's the. Well, we 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 <laughs> we, we, we inherited in '94. We've broken. And sure, we have to, we've sure. had to rebuild this thing and. One of my good good friends said to me, Lance, we did Mission Vale. This is not because I can never remember it so well. He said, you know, we don't, you don't need to, you don't need to build houses. You've got to send a lot of psychologists in there because these are broken people. And I, you know, I thought about that. I said, don't waste the money on the housing. Send people and reconstruct these people. They are, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot of damage. And I remember that so well, you know, and, and that was years ago. And I, you know, I'm a very, 
I'm, I'm very sort of solution orientated. I want to make do things, you know, and, and that was a completely yeah. different sure. sort of idea. To, and then, um, yeah, you need peer support. I, I, I did. You can't do it on your own. I mean, that's a, it's almost a trite thing to say. You know, you do do it with support, and you do it with peer support. You do it with teams that you can rely on. Um, you know, and you you get those people together to understand that the dream may be with you. I mean, contractors. I had a contractor. You know, contractors are very hard people. It's just about the JBCC contract. See, I've learned. And, 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 and all this stuff, you know. And, and then right at the end, they said, you know, it's one of the first projects I've ever felt that I've actually contributed so, something as well. You know, that I'm part of the building or the reconstruction process. And I know that sounds like very airy fairy. And I thought, cheapers, you know, even if you change that, the mind of one person, it's, it's, it's really important. So it, it, it's, it's had an effect on so many levels, you know, so many people. So, yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it's been a great experience. So, 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 so it sounds like a proper journey, and that's what, we wanted, <laughs> that's what we wanted to try and reflect on today. Yes, yes. I was basically wanting to close up by asking you where people can find out more about what you're doing. Yeah, under GM, we obviously had websites, we had documents, we had stuff, we wrote stuff about our experiences. Um, we we were open to being interviewed. We were For sure. site I mean, visits. We, we were we beneficiaries had, of that. We had workshops. We had uh, you know almost focused workshops on on, on, on aspects of housing. Um, uh, we've given we've given lectures at university, and in fact, um, a lot of this material. I give a lecture on, I give a module on 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 starting a social housing project, but from the implementation mm -hmm. side, not from the management side. Understood. And what the components are, and what you. You know the steps you need to go through, project management, all that. Um, around, you know, we use social housing as a theme um, for the students here at, at the at the university um, who do housing. But um, it also always it it resided on websites and it doesn't anymore. And and what I want to say um, when I was thinking about this, your initiative is, is a flipping great initiative to actually revisit. Recap, reencapsulate, almost historically. Um, it's it, it archive, it archive, archive material. It, yeah. Not sorry, and it's there. Uh, it, it tells a story and yeah, it gather it and, and, and keep it in a place. You know, and and I think it's a fantastic initiative that you're doing. You know, and, and you know, I hope people will learn from what I have to say as much as I've learned from the two previous uh, podcasters. Um, great deal that you that you reassess your objectives just by listening to what they're saying. It's like, mm, that's an angle. That's hadn't thought about that for a while. Hadn't thought about that for a while. <laughs> and that just reminds me again that, I mean, I can't remember what the professor said, but he said something about, uh, we do this before we do that. It was just a fundamental <laughs> thing. I think he said, we, 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 we look at the, we look at the um, disease before we, uh, you know, um, recommend the, 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 the medicine. medicine. I think he said it somewhere there, and I, you know, and it was such a simple thing for me to just, yes, we do look at that first, you know, that, what did, did what, we look what, at what it here, you know, what were the symptoms, what did yeah, we look yeah. at here, you know, so, um, I think there is still a website, we've got, um, we've got the, the, the permission from GM through the home market, because it was a, uh, was there it was a child, IP was there, as well, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, to, to, and there is one, and they can find all of that also Fantastic. there. But I think your podcast is going to, to be great in, in encapsulating it all. And it's nice well, to hear from people. You can hear the, the motion. 
and, the, and, and, yeah, and, and I think that's important. It's just a dead old piece of writing. Yeah. Well, well, what I think is going to be interesting, Lance, and I mean, one of the tests for us in terms of the, the podcast and its effectiveness yes. is what's the feedback we get? What, yeah. are the, what are the things where people, and that's where through, yes. through uh, social media, like the Twitter platform, which is not something I'm particularly familiar with. Yes, yes. Is, what do people say? Do they say, yes. yeah, Lance Del Montaigne's approach inspired yes. me? Or yes. actually, it, it's old school. We've moved yeah. on from there. It's a sure, sure. I, I think that's And I'd like to hear that and, response. And, 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 and I, th- I think we're, we're open in every, th- every sort of um, podcast that we, we, we're putting out. We, 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 once we got the platform up and going properly, yes, yes, I think yes. that's where it's to stimulate debate, to, yes. to recognize there will always be a 360 of opinions, yeah. 360 degrees yeah. of, yeah. You know, there's a, and sometimes we'll agree and sometimes we'll disagree. Yeah. But can we agree there are conversations and, a, as you say, an archive of material and processes that have led, in, in this sure. instance, in your sure. case, to tangible results on the ground. And I think yeah. when I'm sitting here listening to you, the fact that you say, I, you know, Everyone that you have engaged with, and I know from experience, having walked some of these sites with you, people know who you are. People in certain yeah. respects. Weren't you the mayor of Mission Vale at one stage? An efficient. The point. The point. You say that you haven't. You've yet to come across somebody who has not benefited from the yeah. approach. That is profound. Yeah. That is yeah. truly Both profound. Both people who who on the receiving end, and when I say receiving end, have been part of the process and have received, and those that have been involved, and those that are looking in saying, okay, what can I take from this? Um, as much as I took from stuff in Brazil and, and you know, further afield, it, it, it's, it's a, you've got to open your mind to it. And, um, and even, if it is, even if it's a little outdated, at least it, it, it sparks a, a debate. In my mind, uh, Lance, certainly you've earned your place in space as somebody who really has, since 1994, so completely changed the game well, and inspired, try. certainly from my side, in my own personal career, you are the benchmark, and I, I mean sure. that sincerely, of, 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 of what it is to, to make a difference to, as you say, not be afraid, uh, not not feel that uh, ridicule sometimes is the only medicine to, 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 <laughs> to get through, um, and to, to get you going. So, you, you, you said you've just hit 65, <laughs> you, you, you're heading into the, the twilight years here, and sure. at some stage you're going to have to think more about a quieter life yeah. away from yeah. developing and being on boards and so forth and social housing, etc. So away from this development world, um, do you have maybe a message? And I think there's yeah. so many messages you've already touched on, but yeah, for the professionals, yeah. the activists yeah. out there... Who I think it's more about... It, it becomes quite a personal thing. I think even though we say we've got people around us that support us, you know... It doesn't. It doesn't leave my head. It's a bit like tinnitus. You know, it's, it's buzzing there all the time. It's constantly there. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's like a mistress. You know. <laughs> you know I, I would you not can, know. You can edit that. <laughs> I would not know. Sir. <laughs> you can know. Uh, but I think what I said earlier on. Don't don't listen to the naysayers. If you've got an idea, and um, it's a realistic idea, you must just go for it. Believe in yourself. The, the usual things. Believe. Basics. Yeah, the basic stuff. Uh, never shun advice and knowledge from others. No matter how old you are, I'm still learning. And I'm still wanting to learn. I'm still keen to to sort of get opinion. That's why I'm quite interested to, to know what, what the response feedback is going is, to be. Yeah. Feedback is going to be here. Stay learning and innovating. I think that's... Um, I think for, for officials, I would say, think about the consequences of your decisions when you're confronted with an application or a, a proposal uh, that 
you know, that you may be the line function and there's a, a box you've got to tick. And you might not know that if you don't tick that box, you, you, you either delay or you destroy a project. Think about, think about clearly, clearly, and officials tend not to. Think developmentally. We talk about a developmental state. We talk about a developmental local authority. Understand actually what that means. What does it mean? And you know what? We don't live in a perfect world. So even if the thing is not perfect, but it, it has, you know, for the, the old planning saying the greater good, you know, it has some element of the greater good. Make it happen. Make it happen. If it's not 100% there, but it's reached 85, 90%, make it happen. But understand the consequences of your decision because even the most lowly official can have devastating <laughs> results and consequences on really, really good projects. And I've been very, very close to, to projects of mine being, you know, being scuppered by, by a, a junior that's you know, in, in, insistent on, to the extent that I've had to go over. I mean, the other day I just walked into an office and I, and I said, I want to see so-and-so. And, and they said, um, have you got an appointment? I said, no, but I'm not going away until I can see him and then he and then oh, he'll see you in 10 minutes and then I had the letter the next day you know a letter I've been wanting to get for two two months and had you not gone, and I got had to, you not gone on that day you would still be waiting I, and for I'd, it I would still be waiting for it so and don't be afraid to do that you know because I believed so much in the project I wasn't going to let the project go down for the small uh, you know nice. thing I think it's it sounds complex but it's also easier than you think just think about, think logically, and I mean, I'm different. I mean, I'm I'm a different person to what I was when I started years ago. I'm a little calmer about things. Maybe I've got less to lose. Maybe I'm coming to the end, so I'm I'm relaxed about it, and um, it's, it's a nice place to be. Um, I'm a little bit more relaxed. I'm worried, uh, obviously, about certain things, and and, and 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 particularly the state of our cities, and particularly our city that. Um, is badly it's been badly run um, I live in the city and that's another thing don't think you're not a citizen of the city you're making decisions in you are absolutely also in that city so if you're mm -hmm. making a bad decision the it's going to come back to you as well not just you know you're not isolated you're not sitting in a glass there's a tower. consequence there's for a the consequence city and there's a consequence from the citizens I talk to one another you know we, we, we and again this is a conversation that we should have um you know, I love the blog idea. I think I think it's a it's a great idea that will get us get the I hope the conversation going. It ain't over yet. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear there's more there's more to come. No, no, your your next project, come. the name of oh, it. Oh, I'm I'm starting. In fact, on Monday I've got a meeting with a contractor for the construction of another three hundred and eighty five units in Newtonag. It's a multi story social housing. Fantastic. Unit. I'm busy with. Um, with 140 fliss houses in sectional That title. was the sectional title one you and talked about? And then we've got a whole 61 hectares that we're busy looking at. And then, funny enough, we, we've we got stuff in the southern Cape, Plettenberg Bay. We're looking at a place called Kranzhoek where we've got a fliss and a social housing project. We're trying to um, start something in the southern Cape. Um, there seems to be a lack of interest on the Cape Town side. So we thought, okay, well, from the PE side, we're two hours away. And I think that's the, the problem is the distance. Um, we've got a, a, a an affordable, whatever that may mean, an affordable retirement village 
we're looking at. <laughs> well, you see, how do we I get in? I think, uh, <laughs> get in. They're all same plate. <laughs> uh, it's in a place called Vitterdorf. It's a small little town, just off um, the attractive little town. Not quite as cutesy as Brighton, but certainly, um, you know, it's it's within easy reach of, of Platon. It's a very nice area for retirees. It's tranquil. Sure. Not at the moment, because of stuff happening on the national Hopefully road. we can get home tomorrow. But that'll, that'll, that'll pass. It's Friday, so yeah. I think we'll, we'll get some peace over the weekend, yeah. hopefully. So, yeah. Lance, I can't thank you enough. You've got the weekend ahead of you. And um, yeah. I really appreciate the time. Uh, you certainly, um, the, every time I've come knocking at your door for advice or for time, over the past 15 years or more, you've always given it to me. Oh, Thank you for, for this. Yeah. I suspect we're going to be looking at a number of podcasts. We've got a lot of material yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, it's going to be a testimonial pleasure. that you can yeah. you, hopefully you can come back to when times are tough. And certainly for colleagues who have always said, there's a man in PE you need to go and speak to. <laughs> Jeez, and now, I, that, now if they can't get here... I, I wear uh, that with, with, with dignity and, and respect from you. I mean, really, I mean it's from the outside, it's, it's, you know... It's fantastic. I can't wait for people to hear this. It's going to be very, very exciting for me personally. Lance, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you for your time. Pleasure. Get involved, get informed, most importantly, get subscribed. You can find us on our Twitter feed at TalkingTransfo and the number one. That's TalkingTransfo1. Talking Transformations music, kindly supplied by Tribal Need. Find them at tribalneed.com.